1: From New York City, it's the Todd Berry Podcast. The Todd Berry
0: Podcast. All right. Welcome to the Todd Berry Podcast. On my show, sitting across from me, fresh from the gym,
1: fresh from an appearance on Letterman, Dan Natterman. What's going on, Dan? Hello, Todd. An honor to be here. I know you've had some heavy hitters on your podcast. I have had some heavy hitters. I'm in good company. Have you listened to any of my podcasts? Uh, No, but I see your tweets. You see my tweets. I see when you tweet, like who's on. Yeah, I do. And and you've had some big people. I've had heavy hitters. I've Had Colin Quinn. I know. uh, Uh, Is that a heavy hitter? Um. Well, he's he's an you know. He's a strong hitter. (laughs) (laughs) I've had uh, Janine Garofalo. She's a heavy hitter. That's a heavy hitter. Yeah. And now I have you. This is exciting. So
0: you really you just came from the gym, huh? I can't. Well, I have to say that surprised me when you said you were coming from the gym.
1: Well, uh, I, don't I guess mean as an insult. yeah, no, not taken. Um, not directly from the gym. I went to the I went to have lunch first, but I was at the gym until about uh, twelve thirty, and One. then not not a gym in the classical sense. It was a boxing gym. You're taking boxing. I, yeah, well, you know, a bunch of comedians uh, go to this boxing gym, and we all go in as a group, and we each con- we each pay twenty five bucks, and we get like a group lesson. So I was here today with uh, some people you might know: Keith Robinson, uh, Rachel Feinstein, Will Silvins, and Kyle Grooms. God, I want to! I want to punch all those people. All right. Well, we don't really punch each other. We hit don't. the bag. Not
0: Rachel, but I do want to punch Keith. Well, just for uh, fun. He would love it, though.
1: So you, you know, guys, you can come if you have got twenty five bucks to spare. Yeah. You can come. Just contact Modi, and he's in charge of the avail. Modi, yeah, he's wow. in charge of the, And Modi was there too. Today. Lots of surprises in this uh, podcast. So, so, far. so the reason I go is because if I don't go, if, if, if Modi. When I see Modi, he says to me, "Nadim, and why wouldn't you at the gym?" So it's a lot of peer pressure. Peer pressure. So it's either go to the gym or move to LA. Those are my options. Wow, Modi's turned into like a health freak, right? In the past few years, I don't know if he's turned into one. Why are we talking about Modi? We shouldn't be, except that no, he's, he organizes Modi, the, the he's boxing. So if you want to, if you want to do that, you can contact Modi. Right. I see some pills here. I'm not going to look at the label, but if I had to guess, you don't seem like an antidepressant. Guy.
0: No, no, no. That's just uh, we don't have to talk about my pills. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Probably but just allergies. For Probably that allergies. Allergies. I, yeah. I take 30 different allergy pills now It's probably allergy I know a lot of comics are on um, psychiatric medication But I don't see you in that category No, I've never been on that yeah. But I don't have a problem with people who are on that Are, are you on it right now? Is that uh, something you want to confess? No, no, no. Well, I'm in the past I've been, I never found it helpful but uh, Did it make you crazy? No, it didn't make me crazy I think I started off crazy It didn't make me crazier, I should say Did you, um, so you did Letterman When did you do it? Uh, taped on Thursday, aired on Friday. I don't know when, when you're putting this podcast I don't out, know when I'm putting this out either. This could be yeah, three Yeah, taped years. on Thursday, aired Friday.
0: Right, I said that. And you ju- I just watched it. You went into my bedroom while I watched it because you didn't want to hear me. And you sat on my sheets, which kind of bummed me out, but it's too late. I'll have to just change my sheets because now you put your Subway, sweaty Subway bottom, like well, beautiful, clean Martha Stewart Kmart apologize. I, I,
1: I am a little surprised that this apartment is very, because you, you being uh, the kind of person you are, downtown, gritty um, person, I didn't expect such a beautiful apartment. Really? You think it's I, nice? No. I, I, expected, well, I expected something like more of a walk-up with brick yeah, wall. An old school. Old school. This is a very kind of new Like a Jim apartment. Jarmusch movie or something. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I just
0: killed the conversation with that reference. Did you so how many times have you but done that? a beautiful play. Thank you.
1: Uh that's that was my fourth time. You I thought you've done it more than four times. No, but four times over No, night. four is great. Yeah, I over just, a period of a decade. Yeah, that's good. And the same suit every time, I should mention that. That's sort of my um trademark that suit. Oh, you wear the same suit? It's the only suit I got. <laughs> um, I only own but one suit, and I, I wear it. To, I've, I've worn it to bar mitzvahs, funerals, um, weddings, and Letterman. You should get a second suit. It'll make I, you feel good. I think I'll get a second. But, you know, at first, it's just like I didn't. First of all, I never wear a suit. And if you're yeah. like me, you probably never wear a suit. If you have the one good suit, though, you, that is you, all you need you're to. probably like me. You wear a suit at weddings and things like that. Weddings, and, funerals. And if you did Letterman, you'd wear a suit because they make you. Yeah. Have you done Letterman? I have done Letterman. So, you know I've done Letterman, Dan. I know you should. well I don't know, you know You really didn't now this is getting gonna get ugly now. You really didn't know i have done Letterman. I assumed you did it, yeah, but I never saw it. Oh my god. I thought you were a fan of mine. Get out of my nice apartment. No, well, because kidding. you know, if I'm a fan of somebody's I often don't watch them I know, on Letterman. We don't I don't watch feel each it's other. the best way to present yourself anyway. No. Did you T V sets are what they are, but it's not as good as seeing somebody live. Exactly. Did you get do you get nervous, freaked out? I do get nervous. There's so not really any reason to, but I get very nervous. I think it's natural. I guess it's natural. Anyway, you tell yourself, well, you know, you, you know these jokes, like the back of your hand, you've been doing them. Uh, but but yet you get nervous anyway. I know. Did but after the first joke works, you know, I get less, I get less nervous. Then you
0: get cool. I noticed you talked to Paul Schaefer in the middle
1: of your set. I was like, oh, my God. Well, is I had a joke about Canada. I, I don't know if it was allowed, but but they didn't uh, say anything. They didn't take you aside and go, yeah, no, for the next time you don't talk to Paul. Yeah, to you me. know, I had a joke about Canada, and I know happen to know that Paul is from Thunder Bay, Ontario. So I simply said, Paul, I believe—I said I was in Canada I thought that was week. good. Yeah, I figured, why not, why not make it a little more was, conversation? Yeah. These TV sets are
0: very often— They're a little rigid. That's rigid. what I was saying. Like, maybe they'd come up to you, go, hey, we didn't know you were going to talk to Paul during that sad just for the next time, can you not talk to him unless we know ahead of time? Yeah, they didn't say we that. have to clear that through
1: standards mm-hmm. and practices. Yeah. You would think talk- I actually didn't think that it would be a problem. No, I don't. think but it, was, it wasn't I don't a problem. Sure it wasn't a problem. I just wanted to felt why not? You know, this way it makes it seem almost like a regular club. Did thing. you know you were going to do, do of, that? Yeah, I knew I was going to. do Oh, it. you kind of planned. Yeah, because I knew that Paul. You know, I know Paul's yeah, from. Paul, he's nice. What? Also, Paul. Yeah. Why, what the hell, What the hell? You know. Did you? Um,
0: so, Letterman, what did he say to the usual? What
1: does he ever say? He says, thanks for coming, very funny, goodbye. Oh, yeah. he always gives me his email address and says, let's get drinks and, and coffee. No, I, I, I'm no, not, he not in say that, that category. But, no, uh, he doesn't do that. Well, I don't um, have Letterman's email address, if you really believe me. Um, you know, Conan, when I've done that, he's been friendly. Yeah, Conan's a little more like a peer. He feels like he is happy to see you. I don't know if he really is. Yeah, I don't get the feeling Letterman's particularly happy to see you. But Maybe he's just too old and too jaded at this point, to care, but, uh, but he doesn't really uh, say much to you. Did um, What did you do right after you did it? I went to my sister's for a Rosh Hashanah. Oh, my I, God. I don't know how much you like to chew it up on this podcast. Uh, you can chew it up. We can do whatever you want. There's no rules on a podcast. I went, well, normally after, I do let him and I, uh, I may have dinner with friends and have a drink, but uh, it was Rosh Hashanah, so I went to my sister's. Wow. And uh, Way to
0: kill the... The joy of going on TV. Well,
1: I had no choice, you know. It's yeah, the, my parents were in town, and and uh, no, I'm, I'm being a, I'm being sacrilegious. I'm being a heathen. I know you're not uh, religious, man, nor, nor am I. But you know, it's for fa- it's for family, right?
0: Did you Did you bring anyone to the show?
1: You uh, I, you? My my friend uh, Jeff Nichols, whom you might know. Oh, I remember him. And his girlfriend, and my friend uh, Sandy Marks and his girlfriend. Wow. I don't know if you know Sandy. I do know he Sandy. lives in my neighborhood, and we often have brunch together. Sandy's one of those guys like I see him every like two and a half years. So all of a sudden. Well, Sandy, back, uh, he lays low. He's under the radar. A he has bit. He has a regular job. He has a regular career. Yeah, he would. He's like a he's like a real estate mogul. Um, right? Well, I don't know mogul is a strong word. He's a mortgage guy.
0: <laughs> mortgage mogul. I call anything that's any business that I don't understand that you're a mogul. All right, real estate, you're a mogul. So, did the um, appearance, did you get feedback? I feel like as the years, as there are more channels, you get less feedback. Like,
1: well, I'll tell you exactly what I got. Oh, let's hear uh, it. I got a record breaking, probably 30 Twitter followers, for a uh, record breaking for a TV appearance. Uh huh. I mean, I get more when I get retweeted by, uh, you know, somebody with a lot of followers. And I think I got like 15 Facebook friends. So it's it's uh, that's pretty much what I got. But that's for me. That's a record for a TV parent. No, that's a good, that's a good a- spike. Andy Kindler re- tw- uh, didn't retweet me. He tweeted, uh, "Hey, at Dan Adderman very funny letterman appearance." So that helped. Oh, that's a little nice. Bit. And uh, Colin Quinn tweeted the same. Uh, he tweeted that it was funny. I did see that. Did you ask him to do that? No, I, I don't. I you I don't ask for tweets. Because I'm, I'm gonna dignified. start asking. I'm gonna start asking Colin to. I didn't
0: know he tweeted nice stuff like that. I'm well, I guess a, a rare thing. I must have had you. a good
1: set because, uh, you know, he, he typically doesn't, I don't no. know. No. It was good. I watched it. So so, um, so that's what I got. I mean, whether I get anything else, it's unlikely. You know, you've done these shows. Yeah. You know what you get from it. You get, uh, you know, 1300 bucks or so. They don't even have a gift bag anymore. No gift bag? No, I didn't get a gift bag. No T-shirts. Um, no, they used to give you a T-shirt and a Did mug. I give you, really? You don't yeah, where am bag? I going to put my pens now? I got to use my old mug. I never got a mug. I, I have they my late show bags right there. Look at that. Oh, is that a gift bag? Yeah. When'd you get that? That was—I don't know. I've done the show a number of times. Well, they—they they don't do that anymore. At least uh, they—they they give you there, cookies in the, yeah. in the uh, dressing room.
0: Yeah, it is. The dressing rooms are kind of like very—it's uh, like you're waiting to get a blood test or something.
1: It's not a festive environment. Yeah, it's not the—it's not like.
0: Yeah, it's not like a lot of nice paintings on the wall or anything.
1: But it's also not very festive. No. It's—it's it's way upstairs, and you're yeah. kind of. Who else was on the show? Uh, Arsenio Hall, who's making or has made his big comeback. So he was on the show. He was promoting his new show. And uh, sorry, look at that! you a text it's message about Letterman. Great appearance of Letterman well, has nothing to do with that. So was he? He was on the show. Who else? Um, and this this woman, I can I can tech I can uh, Google her if you want, but I forgot her name. It's like a Laura Mavula. Some uh, some bizarre name, but uh, she's like a musician. She's oh. a singer. Um, I guess not overwhelmingly famous. Up and coming, I should I Did you should. talk to Arsenio? I did very briefly. He seemed very nice. You know, he came out and he said, Are you a stand-up? And I said, yeah. He goes, you knock him dead. And then he said, if you're ever in L.A., do my show. And I said, what? well, thank you, Arsenio. Welcome back. That's, a, was, that's exactly actually, what you'd want Arsenio to say to you. Knock and, him dead. Uh, and he, uh, well, I don't know, if he would tear it up. Or no, I mean, I'm it's serious. serious. It's like... That would be fun to have our shot And up. to tell you the truth, he seemed very nice, and I, I, sure um, nice. I'm rooting for him because he seemed so sincere, and and, when, and he seems so happy to be back. I don't know what the hell he's been doing for 20 years. Well, not a lot of people get a, a, a second, second shot. shot. How do you get a second shot after 20 years? So he's got to have a talk show? Yeah, I think it started already, Who's going to be on the, all these talk shows? Well, that's the thing. 20 years ago, he was like the guy that kind of specialized in black entertainers. I don't know if that niche is still, is still uh, available or still needed, but... I think that's what he's going to do as well now, huh? Are you going to do a show? Well, if you ask me to do a show, sure. You know, I always I, I I always do a show of his uh, free trip to L.A. and twelve hundred dollars or whatever. I, I, I like that. I love when someone else put you in a, a hotel. Plane yeah, which hotel are they put you at? Universal City. Well, whatever they put me—you know—as long as it's not Friend of a Farmer. On uh, you don't like that one. Well, I've always wanted to stay there. You never stay. I've stayed at Friend of a Farmer. It's cheap. It's got a little character to them. It's where you stay when you know when you when you want to save money. But if the network is paying, I, I prefer not to stay there. You like a nice. Uh, I would prefer a nice Bellagio
0: uh, or something,
1: right? I mean, uh, I'm not sure if I've ever been to the Bellagio. Like Maybe a nice, uh, Mondrian. I think I was at the Mondrian. Yeah, yeah. I like a nice hotel. <laughs> I like a nice hotel. You know, you, you don't have, have to clean. You can throw stuff all right now, over the place. You can do that at any hotel, though. Even the bad ones, you can throw. Oh, you know, you're right about that. Now, now this is the second time yeah, you have got the a text, and text you still haven't turned the it same off.
0: Uh, why don't you turn your phone off? I'll do that. It's crazy that you're not turning your phone off. I'm going to leave this in, too, to humiliate you. Ah, uh, you're right. That doesn't matter. It's not, no, it's, there's no rules, man.
1: Where are you, are you going on the road? Uh, I've got um, a lot of, um, you know, one-night dates. uh Birthday parties, uh, synagogues, and uh, country clubs, and, uh, and I, I actually uh, probably get some cruise ships coming. I just signed with a new cruise agent. Really? Well, yeah. I've never done a cruise Well, trip. it's nothing that I look forward to doing, but it's just uh, to, you know, It's going to be so one of those cruises where it's like 16 shows a week, or is it no, going to be no, like two? No, I don't two, know. know. See what I get. We'll see what I get. Wow. Yeah, it's obviously nothing anybody wants to do, but... Uh, no, 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 but it, I didn't mean it like in a snobby way. No, no, it's, I... I just never hey, really been asked to do one. Well, yeah, I had to change my act, you know, because I can't do, it's not just that you have to be clean, which you do, but you have to be very politically correct. You can't talk about racial stuff and drugs and things. These are older people generally and families, so. Yeah, I've heard some uh, disaster stories about cruises. And, you know, it's, it's, it's not the most pleasant thing because if you don't do a good job, you're, you have to face these people. And if you do do a good job, you have to get bothered by them. So right. you're, you're, you're literally living with your audience for the week. So it's not uh, the so best thing. So you haven't thing. booked one yet. No, but I'm optimistic that, uh, that, that I'll have a few. So they, this cruise agency, you sent them a link or something? Um, I said, well, well I, you know, Bruce Smirnoff just became an agent. Bruce Smirnoff, who was a comic. Oh, really? You no, know, he's working for them now, so I called up Bruce, and Bruce hooked me in. Wow. Yeah, Bruce has decided he's had enough of doing stand-up after 30 years or whatever it is, and he's now a cruise agent. Wow. He's working for this company that's a big agency in Fort Lauderdale. Huh. I,
0: yeah, I've never, I did a prom once, but I don't think that's quite the same as a
1: cruise. I've no. never had that unlimited buffet situation. Well, the buffet, you know, you get sick of it after a few days, but. Uh, that's true. It's an embarrassment of riches. Yeah. It's an embar- so you get, you get some birthday parties? I well no, like I have one, I have one private party.
0: I've done one birthday party, it was actually good. And I'm doing another one in a few months.
1: I'm not a big, like... Well, I'd rather not go to somebody's house because... Yeah, it's uncomfortable. Well, also, now you're in their house, you feel like... Whenever you're in somebody else's turf, it takes some of your power away. Exactly. Comic. And it's not like... We did a birthday party, matter of fact, together. I booked it. We did? Many a year ago. My, uh, my brother-in-law's sister, Lynn, turned 40, and you Oh, were that's in- the one I was thinking of. Oh, all right. That was you? I was the one who, who booked you. Yeah, I think that was the one where he said, Say
0: whatever you want, just don't make fun of my wife. Does that sound... Yeah, uh, that's right. I we don't went know there. If you I said remember going to the house in Westchester County. Yeah,
1: they were nice. Yeah, everybody was people. nice. Yeah, yeah, the crowd was good. They were nice. They set up a little comedy club in the house.
0: Yeah, that worked. Okay, that worked out nicely. That the one party I've done,
1: you had something to do it. Yeah, I remember walking around that house. Yeah, I think it was me, you, Corey Kahani, and uh, yeah, maybe he's like, Don't make fun of my wife. I'm like, come to your house and make fun of your wife. But uh, that was nice of him to be protective of her. Um, yeah, Corey Kaney. that's right. She did it. So she mm-hmm. had three comics. I would never... That's going back over ten years, I believe. That's just so... I'm mean. not sure if it was pre or post 9-11, which is sort of how I he, organize everything in time. That's how you organize birthday party games? That's how I organize things in my in my temporal fi, filing cabinet. Okay, so you have the birthday parties. You got any club work coming up? I don't have any club work now. I, I don't like clubs. No? I, I know you do, I believe. Well... I've been doing uh, more music venue clubs and little. Yeah, I think I've seen that on your tweeting. Uh, yeah, you go to a music of. venue, tap and throw some chairs down. Yeah, but then you're the producer, right? Yeah, it's, kind of. So you're taking the risk, right? But you can get a guarantee and all that. All right. Where are you? Uh, you got a booking agent? Um, whoever gets it. I mean, Johnny Lampert gets me gigs. Um, you no, know, another. You have all the comic booking agents. He's, he's comic. Oh, sorry. Yeah, don't be clicking stuff. Um, you know. Uh, Various people that throw me stuff here and there. And you work at the Comedy Cellar a lot? I would say that's uh, my main club in the city. Do you work at the other clubs? I worked at the Strip and the uh, Gotham. No, not Gotham. What am I saying? Uh, the Strip and the Stand and Stand of New York. I remember the first time I saw you was at that New York comedy club in the 40s. Remember, in the, it was like in the, 44th Street? For our non-New New York a 1940s, audience, yeah. yeah. 40, you got to be careful. Not everybody yeah. lives in New York. In 1943, I saw. No, and it was somewhere like a like, street name in yeah, the 40s. In New York, the streets have numbers. So it was 40th Street, or but somewhere between 40th and 50th Street. Um, oh, was that, yeah, I guess that was the first place I saw yeah. you. But no, I think I saw you at the Boston Comedy, the, the, the oddly named Boston Comedy yeah, Club in New York. That, that's in New York. Yeah, that's come up on this podcast before. Did one you, time, I, I, I was on Conan, and I think it was Conan. It was one of those shows. And they introduced me saying, he'll be here all weekend at the Boston Comedy Club right here in New York, and it got a big laugh. Well, so as I said, it should. Yeah. <laughs> it's a ridiculous name
0: for a comedy club in New York. Yeah, I don't know. I think they must have thought that, oh, I've heard there's really a big comedy scene in Boston. Now we don't have to go to Boston to go see comedians. We can see them
1: here in the entertainment capital of the East, New York City. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Instead of having to go all the way to Boston. That was, well, that was a Barry Katz joint. So you, you don't like doing clubs. What do you want to do then? What kind of, what well, kind of venues do you do, like doing? Uh, pri- I prefer to do private. Really? You prefer a private party? Yeah, or a private event. It because could be. of the money or just because you think— Because it's one and done, and then I'm the hell out of there. <laughs> Instead of staying the whole it's weekend event, in, in in a hotel on the—you uh, know, often not the best hotel, and often a hotel in the middle of nowhere. Right. And I don't have a car, and the hotel's on the side of highway whatever— you know, and maybe, the, if I'm lucky, there's a uh, P.F. Uh, Chang's or a Cheesecake Factory.
0: P.F. Chang's is phenomenal.
1: Yeah, I like P.F. Chang's. Yeah, I'm but, a P.F. You know, Chang's. Um, if they're listening, send me a gift card. But, um, you know, you know how it is. So, so I prefer to just go up, do it, and, and leave, you know? I mean, what I would really prefer, which is not an option that's available to me at this moment, is to fill a theater, a 2,000-seat theater, and, uh, you know, uh, take 2000, my— How about a 500-seater? Oh, that take that as well. But yeah, yeah I can. mean that's the that's the that's the uh, the holy grail is to be able to fill a theater because you're famous either from doing comedy, which is not likely, or from TV and uh, film. Have you do you do auditions? Uh, do you want to do that? Yeah, but you know I haven't had an audition in a while. Yeah, I just I don't uh, get many auditions. Yeah, yet. I get very few auditions. But you're friends with um some what's his name? Heavy hitters. Yeah, that dude that did uh, The Black Swan. Yeah, Darren Aronofsky. Yes. It's Uh, not
0: like he's making a movie every week,
1: though. You know what I mean? But he did The Wrestler, so that's how you got in that. Yeah, that's how I got in there. And I noticed he tweeted... uh, Oh, you came to the comedy song? Yeah, he came to the comedy song. tweeted. I got him in. I hope I wasn't there that night because he tweeted and he said, oh, I love Todd and two other people. No, you weren't there that night. Thankfully. You weren't there that night. He said, I like these two people. Everyone
0: else was terrible. No, I don't know. He couldn't. I thought I was surprised because, yeah, he tweeted like he was. I think it was
1: Sylvans, yeah, you. And, and he mentioned Nick Griffin. He says, Griffin. I've never seen before. Yeah. Right. So since I wasn't in that tweet, I got paranoid. You can only fit so many names in yeah, the well, But you weren't on that but show. But I was I know you weren't on that uh, show. <laughs> and if he was there, he would not have included you in the tweet. I'm just kidding.
0: Well, who knows? What uh, Have you done, like, little bit parts on uh, TV? I forgot to look up your IMDb.
1: Yeah, there's not much going on with that. I- I've done uh, talk shows, and uh, I have a couple of indie films that you'll never see, and I really? don't think you could possibly find them s- if you tried. I go deep into the... No, um, Yeah, I did an indie film called Noise. Ali Sheedy was in the film... Really? But uh, we didn't have a scene together. But it was a small role, and I don't even know if you could possibly even find that movie, even if you, if you searched high it's and low. It's crazy that people me- go through all the trouble and make a movie, and then the-
0: you can't even see the movie. That's happened to me, where I've made movies that are like, yeah, we're showing it once for the crew. Well,
1: it, it was on like Showtime On Demand for a while. So oh, I don't really? know what happens to movies after Showtime On some, Demand.
0: You getting some residuals for that?
1: I, I don't know about that. We should look I, I didn't. Up. I didn't get any, so me- I doubt it. Really? Really? Um, but yeah, I don't know what ha- what happens to these movies. Maybe you can get it on Netflix. Got to be available somewhere s- somehow. It's got to be on some something. But and that one's called noise, noise. Noise. Do you write script? Didn't you? Weren't you writing a script? I, I've had scripts years that ago. I've well, i I wrote a script of yours. I think you did. Uh, that script has been rewritten several times. And then oddly enough, I got Michael. I got what's his name? Michael O'Keefe, who who uh, played. Um, uh, Noonan in Caddyshack uh-huh. wanted to be in it. And then Timothy Busfield wanted—I don't know if he wanted to direct it or if he was just looking for a gig, but we didn't get any money, f- uh, you know. How did he—how did you get it to— Busfield? Uh, through Michael O'Keefe. How did you get to Michael O'Keefe? Through some guy, a friend of a friend. <laughs> but these, you know, these are not big enough hitters to get right. any money with. Right. You got you to—in order to get money to a—you f- know, you got to attach somebody that's a big, big dude, yeah. and then they'll, then you get some money, and then you make the film. I guess that's how it works. So we were trying to, we were hoping to just get somebody, you know, uh, try to keep going up the chain to maybe somebody big gets, somebody like not so big gets somebody a little bit bigger, who gets somebody a little bit bigger, and then eventually maybe you actually get somebody that you can use to get money for it. But
0: Yeah, I don't know how you break through because it's
1: like, like how does the script actually make its way to... Or you could just sell it outright better. to a studio and go through that whole coverage thing, and I don't know how that yeah, works. Yeah, if they buy it, though. Yeah, and then they just buy it. But if you want to make a movie, right. you've got to attach somebody. They buy it, then they do whatever they want yeah. with it. But then you have a little money. And then you have some money. Otherwise, you've got to attach a name and try to get money. Are you going to write another one? Well, you know, I get so discouraged. When I, 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 um, I've written other ones. Yeah, I have other ones. Sure. Oh, really? Yeah. They're very, like, indie style. But you said once, on, uh, I saw you do this on stage, how much you
0: hate indie films. It made me laugh. Even though uh, indie is my whole thing,
1: man. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know if Indian. I I think I was exaggerating. I think what I meant was is that I don't like when people give indie films extra credit right, for being indie. Exactly. I know. I'm what a judge of film whether it's a splashy Hollywood film or an indie film on the merits. It's funnier also to say I hate indie yeah. films. It's mm-hmm. more controversial. It's like when
0: Pete Holmes says he hates museums. Wow, Pete Holmes can be really proud that he's gonna be real happy that I quoted him. All right. Um so have you done like see
1: I would think like do you want to do like a sitcom? Yeah, well, I wouldn't mind it, you know, but uh, no one's asked me, but, you know. Nice little role. Yeah, I mean, even if, you know, it probably won't be good, but who cares? I'll pay cash the check and go on and then do comedy on my terms, which is really the goal is to is to have enough fan base to be able to, you know, to kind of do it on your terms. And you live uptown, right? Do you live with a comic? Am I allowed to ask you this? I live with, the, I live with myself. Oh, you live alone? Well, yeah, okay. I'm, a, I'm a comic. <laughs> yes. Um, yes, I'm aware of that. I thought you lived with... I a, had lived with John Mooney for a number of years ah. in, a, in, a, in perhaps the worst apartment in Manhattan. It might well be the worst apartment in Manhattan. No. Certainly the worst apartment that's, that's not a condemned building that people, you know. But um, we had curtains instead of doors to separate the bedrooms. That's ideal. Uh, that's and you could ideal. hear everything. So. Ugh, was and you there know anything what I mean be, by everything. Mean, really? Was there anything to hear? There was occasionally things to hear, and, <laughs> I, and I, I wasn't happy to hear it. <laughs> You oh. know, um, yeah, it's horrible. He then got married, and and then I moved out, uh, and then then Jeff Nichols moved in. Jeff Nichols, I mentioned him earlier. Do yeah. you know Jeff? Yeah, he's one of the he's one of the rare people that actually every now and again somebody actually stops doing stand up comedy. It's a very rare thing. I people know. usually ride this out to the to the bitter end. Sometimes a, a name will pop in my head. I will go, oh man. You know, every now and again, that every now and again somebody goes to law school or this or that. You went to law yeah, school. Yeah, I, I, don't Well, that's a good it. segue. That's a I I went. I class of '95, Fordham. Well, I'm old. Uh, Fordham uh, law school. Yeah, you know, it was a stupid idea to go to law school. Why is that? It's, what, well, because I didn't right. want to be a lawyer. So, if you, to you to want to be a lawyer, go, it's a fantastic go. idea. From the get go, you didn't want to be a lawyer. Not really, but I was like, I was graduating college, and I was like, I don't know what to do. Where'd you go to undergrad? U Penn. Uh, ah. Some highly educated individual. That's a uh, is that an Ivy League school? Yeah. What did you major in? Business. Okay. And but, you were going to be a corporate lawyer. I don't know what the hell. I wasn't going to be any lawyer because I wasn't really into it. But I started doing comedy during law school, which is probably when you saw me. And unknowns to, unbeknownst to oh, you. You were in law school. I was in law school at the time. Wow. Them. But I didn't like to tell people that because... I mean, if they asked me, I would tell them. But no, I don't think it's... I, I didn't like to advertise it because I just felt like I wanted to be treated as a comic. And when, as soon as you say you're in law school, it was like, oh, well, you're going to be a lawyer. So you're not really even a comic. That's always... I always
0: think it's wrong when a comic's like a new comic, and they're like, "I work during the day at this office." Like, why don't you just write about the office? Tell the joke as if you used to work in the office. Yeah, that's I what I lie, think. but
1: just don't mention. That's what I. Th- I mean, if you're that, you have a day job. Right. Is it already? I'm going to go. Oh, this is not a professional comedian. Yeah. Even if you're just Act doing like it a, a week. Profession. Yeah. You know, you're putting on a show for people that that are paying. Yeah. Um, or not, but but uh, yeah, I agree with you, and I never did that. I never said I had a day job. I just say I used to. Did you take the bar? Yeah, I did all that. I passed passed by. So you got? Did you have a, a job as a lawyer? No, I, I did legal. I know I never had a real lawyer job. I just had. I just had, had part time like legal proofreading, and I, I did. Uh, also, did telemarketing too. Which has been I a did telemarketing lot. for one week. Yeah. It was the worst, maybe the worst job. Well, I ever had a. Ever had. I had a pretty good telemarketing gig because all we had to do was tell them to try. We're chilling, it was a while ago, so people. it was a book, and uh, it was like a directory. Uh-huh. And we were like, all you got to do is try it, and if you don't like it, you can return it. You know? Oh. So we didn't have to sell it. But you still had to say hi as... Yeah, it's still awful. I, no, I didn't, I didn't like it. And it's hard not to get mad, you know, when they're like, well, yeah, he's not in right now, you know. It's hard not to get mad at people when they're...
0: people sense, just by the way
1: you're talking, oh, this, I know what's coming here. Well, of course, yeah, you know. As soon as you call up and say, yes, is, uh, Lou, uh, you know, uh, I mean, you know that this is a telemarketing call. Did you, um... And people, you know, oftentimes would just say, oh, no, not, no, thank you, no, not today, thank you, you know, in, a, in right. a kind of a condescending tone. And by the way, they should be condescending because you're annoying them. Yeah. Uh, but, but on, when you're on the other side, it's upsetting. So you had gone to law school and then you were telemarketing? That's odd, isn't it? Uh, well, Maybe yeah. it is not, I don't know. Well... Maybe there's it, too many lawyers. Well, I don't know if there's too many. I know there's probably too many comedians. Hey. For my taste. Hey. You think so? Do you watch much comedy? Uh, not really. Um, well, you know, I, all I know is if there were less, I'd probably get more work. You know, <laughs> I think that's a fair statement. I'm not saying there's too many from the audience's point of view. There's too many from my point of view. Right. You know, I, I wouldn't mind being, you know, one of, uh, one of 20. Then we'd all be, uh, you know, working like crazy <laughs> for a lot of money. But, but if there were only 20 there wouldn't be enough excitement about comedy. All right, so there's somewhere there's a sweet spot. <laughs> like right. you you need enough that there's a that there is a scene, 400 comedians. 400 might be the magic number. I, that sounds like a lot, but depends also how you define comedian because, you know, is it somebody that's doing open mics or whatever, but but there's a there is a number, right? That's ideal. And th- and that number is way less than the number of current comedians right. that are working.
0: Do you pop into open mics and, and
1: bringer shows and stuff like that? No, do you? Yeah, for what? If I'm allowed. Oh, you mean to do time? Yeah. Oh, I
0: thought you. Meant no, I don't to mean watch. to say, no, I don't pay to watch an open mic
1: or something. Like, do you ever just go on oh. in some little room? No, I typically don't. No. Where do you work the new stuff out? Comedy stuff. I, I work. Yeah, I, I do like um, a few old tried and true, and then put in the new one. I if the new one doesn't it... work, then I go back to the tried and true. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um, don't you think you should just full on bomb? Even though I, I don't, I. Uh, well, fully on bombing is a good way to not go back, and and if you don't, if, you know, and uh, there's no need to, because I'm. It's not like I have ten new minutes of material. If I have right. a couple new jokes, so I, I I try them out. But you did a half hour special. Did you do another? Yeah, one? That was many years ago. I haven't. No. Have you tried to do another one? Um, I think the next stop would be hour special. Yeah. Get an hour. You know. Have you tried to get that? Uh. Now, how do you get an hour's bed? Do they offer it to you, and then you come up with the material? They come to you- your house, and they knock on your door, and right. they go, congratulations. No, like, I've talked to them, and they're like, oh, yeah, sir, send us a tape. But when I hear send me a tape, I get like, oh, that's just what they say to everybody. Right. So I don't know if, how it works. Do so they tell you, oh, we want you to do an hour. Now show us the material. At some point, they do, yeah. For me, they agreed. To they agreed ahead. Of, and then you came up. And with- then I had an hour, and then I put on tape, right, and they yeah. went over it. See, that, so they never did that with me, and so you know when they tell me oh just show us your hour you know but they would say that to anybody they would say that to a man off the street you know, or you could make it yourself if you had a little extra money oh I guess you, but then you sell it and what you sell it to them sell, sell it to or them. produce it yourself and then uh, Netflix make right. like a million two three million dollars well if people I'm, buy it I'm you would, yeah
0: what uh you put an album out did not you few years
1: back called uh, get off my property get off my property Dan Natterman. still available on iTunes of course yeah iTunes and and, and Amazon and, and and Sam goody who put that out this guy named uh Dan schlissel out of oh I know, you him. know Dan, yeah. stand up Stand-Up records, Stand-up records yeah, yeah I know him I'm on I, Marin was on that label I don't I don't think he still is but uh, yes that's the end of it did you sell a few of those I sold some, but mostly I, I, they, they play me a fair amount on a uh, series on Raw dub. And you get the royalty, Yeah, right? so it's not bad. All you know, right. you get some money every now and again. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, it's a little something. you like a million dollars every quarter? <laughs> no, I don't make that, but... Uh, I know. I just, I'm just i going to exaggerate. I know you. But you're an exaggerator. I mean, your style of comedy is built in large measure on exaggeration. It is. It is. Uh, you used to do and you don't do it anymore. When you ask people where they're from... And wherever they were from, you say, I'm doing three shows
0: there. Oh, yeah, I used to do my tour dates. Yeah. I did that <laughs> on my first Comedy Central special. You can check it out. I think it's on iTunes. Hey, it's not about that special I did in 1999.
1: It's about, what do you have coming up? Anything you want to talk about? Um, I don't think so. You, uh, was I supposed to? No. Uh, I'm just trying. Well, first of all, you can follow me at at Dan on Twitter. That, yeah. That's an ongoing thing. Well, you, well, you know what I'm doing. You might find interesting. Yeah, let's. Hear but it's, it's 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 not quite something you hear every day. Uh, you can see me opening for Gad Male in French ah, at the City Winery. Now if we're you speak, If you speak French, uh, on October, I believe third, fourth, and sixth. Who is that person, by the way? He's a famous guy in France. Okay. Sorry, France. I didn't know who that was. Um, nobody does outside of France. He's a big, big name there, and he comes to America, and he's he's completely anonymous. He's a comedian. He's a French comedian, yeah. And I befriended him because he came to the comedy... I've been studying French for 10 years. Don't ask me why. I don't have a good answer for you. That's quite... I wish I spoke French. Except that it's something that I actually enjoy studying. And then I never thought that I would ever do comedy in French. And then one day I met this guy at the comedy cellar because he was in town just checking out the local scene because these French comedians really worship the American comedy scene. Oh, they do? Yeah, you know, it's... uh, American comedy is considered, you know, the top, top end. Oh, thanks. Um... I don't know what the British think of us, but certainly the, the French look at American comedy as the pinnacle. So anyway, so he came up to me after the show and said, oh, very funny. And then I, and I, said, I, I recognized him. Well, I recognized him because I saw him in a movie because uh-huh. I watch French movies to help, you know, practice. And he was so impressed that I recognized him because he never gets recognized here. So we kind of struck up a friendship. And then I, that was three years ago. So then he encouraged me to go to Paris and do comedy in French, which I did, which did, you can see on YouTube. Really? Yeah, five minutes from a, from a few years ago. I'm better now. Um, Did you? Were you getting laughs, stuff? Yeah, I was getting mm-hmm. laughs. It's mostly just translations of my English jokes. It's very, very difficult. That is uh, difficult, right? You know, it's exceedingly difficult, and it's obviously not uh, you know the same level that I do in English. I mean, right. I just Unless don't have the like command of the language. Incredibly masterful at French. It would be hard to get yeah, all the nuances, right? To all the nuances and the fluidity. You know, you're up there and you're kind of thinking in your head. Okay, is this the right word? You know, and because comedy is so precise. Uh, one word can mess up the joke. Right. So if that, if you use one word or even a bad tense, uh, you know, then the whole joke is ruined. So you really got to. So the whole time I'm speaking slowly and deliberately, you know. Uh, what kind of venue did you play in France? This was just a theater on in Montmartre. Mont, my my pronunciations are not good. Montmartre. Um, it's a theater that they have like uh, every Monday. They were having a uh, an open mic. But their open mics are not like our open mics. Their open mics are real shows. Yeah. And uh, the audience is a real audience. They're all excited because comedy is new there. You know, it's a, there's some excitement about it. Um, the level's a lot lower than ours, but it's new, so there's more excitement. So people come to see an open mic, real people, audience members. That's the way it was in, when I started. You know, and then uh, at the end of the show, they put money in a basket. There's, there's no cover charge, but at the end of the show, they put money in a bat, and then we split it up. So I made like 30 euros. Which is actually more than I would make it's during the 60. week. How big was the theater? That's about forty bucks, which is more than you yeah. would make at a comedy. No, how New big New was City. the theater, though? That was about uh, one hundred and fifty, maybe one hundred and twenty. I don't know. Not huge, obviously. Um, Why don't you uh, work that angle? Well, that's an angle I'm thinking of. My, this guy Gads encouraged me because I'm, I'm in this documentary that he's doing about. He's coming to America. He wants to do comedy in English, so he's making this documentary like ten minutes in English. He's making a documentary about that. That air in France, and I'm in the documentary. Actually, so is Sarah Silverman, Woody Allen, and Jerry Seinfeld, because he's friends with all those wow. people. Wow. You know, when you're rich and famous, everybody's friends. Yeah, I so, do know. Yeah, okay, as you know, as you know. Um, <laughs> you know, at a certain level, everybody just becomes friends with everybody. So he knows them, and he put them in. But so I'm in it. So he says, well, you know, people will know who you are in France in six months when this airs. So if you have 60 minutes, but 60 minutes in French, you know, that's... Could you do one of those... That's uh, going to be uh, more than a little I'll bit difficult. if you difficult. could do both.
0: Like just... English? Just say, uh, yeah, here, I did 10 minutes. I can't do another 45 <laughs> in French. But you guys speak English, so here it well, is.
1: Well, they're English in French You go to Holland, and you've done this... You can do your act yeah. just normally, and, and they bomb. understand yes, it. I know that. Well, you, you might bomb, but, yeah. but they understand it. Right. You're not bombing because of a language barrier. Right. Um, in France, the level of English is much lower. Some people speak it well. Others don't speak it pretty much at all. Uh-huh. And so you cannot do that there. You have to do it in French or or, or perform for people that happen to be Americans living in Paris and English people. But So I would need that, like, 60 Minutes in French, which I don't think is realistic. Unfortunately, because I probably could make, make some money and, and, and get some, you know... So when you open form here, you can just do it in... Just, just ten there. minutes. No, French, French, but just ten French. minutes. Wow. Yeah. That's exciting. Will you at all, at any point? Or eight, nine, ten minutes, yeah. Go say hello. Yeah. I come out and I say, because I did it already. Yeah. He did it a couple of weeks ago, and then he's coming back. I just say, hey, everybody, I'm an American comedian. Mais uh, c'est une nuit française, donc je vais faire mon spectacle. You know, and then I switch over. Oh, that's cool. That's, that's your... That could be my hook. That's your hook. Well, the thing is, in France, I have a hook. Here in America, I don't have much of a hook. Because they don't speak... People don't speak French here. Well, I... No, my English act doesn't have much of a hook. Well, you have your own style. I have a style. But a style's not a monster hook that you kind of need nowadays, I think. Really? To really... I don't know. Who has a monster hook? That's a good question. Say? Um, you're right. I don't have a. I total I mean, has I a totally give you a new way of looking but, at this. But in France, I would have a monster hook. And that monster hook might be enough to get me pretty far, if my mastery of the language was sufficient, which it is not. Which it might be if I went to live there, which would be difficult. Does that guy wonder if you could go on like a tour with him? I'm doing some dates. I'm doing Philadelphia on Thursday. I'm doing Washington Ah. next week. We're doing this city winery in October. I'm doing doing some dates, not a full tour. Uh, Some theater. It's in the suburbs. Oh, and he's performing. Kansai Theater, right? Kansai Theater, exactly. Boom! And he, uh, oh, wow, you're good. He, uh, you know, he obviously these are French people that happen. There's a lot of French people that live in America. Yeah. And they come to, sh- to the show, you so, know. So he's going getting like, in Philadelphia, he's going to get
0: like 2,000 French Is people. Is it that big
1: be. a theater? It's about, I think it's like 1,500, maybe 2,000. Really? Well, I don't know. That's going to be tough. But he's very big, so, you know, if, if, if he can do it if anybody can. Right. He sold out, like, city winery. He's doing four shows in October. That's only, like, 300 people, but just four shows. So yeah. if he's doing one show in Philly, it's... I mean, Philly's a smaller city, but I don't know. Maybe he can. Is he going to put you in a nice hotel in Philly? Yeah, you know, I'm waiting to hear about the hotel and yeah. train transportation. You've got to find out about those hotels. I'm sure it'll be adequate. It's easy. I can come back. It's so easy to get to, get to, get to, to Philly, though. Oh, my yeah, God. You can do it in one day. Uh, one day? Oh, you're going to turn around and come back? I don't know.
0: Don't do it. If he's buying you a hotel, get the hotel might Go maybe, get some... Talk to him after. Go get some French... Yeah,
1: no, we do. Go I get mean, some
0: French liqueurs with him. Yeah,
1: yeah, I probably would do that. Did, um... That would be cool. I, I'm going to look that YouTube clip up. It's an older YouTube, so just in my defense, my French has improved since then. So just put uh, Dan Ederman French? Yeah, yeah, Dan Ederman Fra- France or French. French. French so. And, uh... It, you know... It, it'll pop it's up. It's interesting because... I don't sound any different except I'm speaking French. I don't have a very good accent. In French. Uh-huh. So it sounds like me with the same American with a nasally whatever it is accent that I have but in French. Have you ever So had that some might be You might find that amusing or not. I would find that amusing. Yeah. So now we've gotten into something different. Yeah. I think you should um but yeah, people do tell me that that's the angle I should play because that's what I have that nobody else has. Right. You know. Um, Marcel Marceau has that well he was a mime and he's dead now (laughs) but you know I'm a funny comic yes but there's a lot of funny comics as it turns out but I mean if you could like go over there but but over there I'm the only American dude so can you open for him over there yeah, because there's no money in opening for somebody. I could do that yeah, just yeah. to practice. And If he's out super my- successful in playing a big theater, he could <laughs> throw me. It's because this, he could throw me, but he's not likely to do so. Because they, they, don't have, they don't have openers really over there. I'm opening for him in America, but it's a different system over there. Right, he does like a two-hour show. He you? does a very long show. He typically doesn't have an opening act. If he had an opening act, it would mainly to do me a favor so I could practice. Uh, and, and the pay would not be substantial. You should say to him, if you want to make it in the States, you'd be nice to me. I'll be nice you know, to you. well, we—I we, am helping I mean, him, act and like he can make or break him in the states. All right. Well, he kind of knows because he's friends I'm with. Joking. He kind of knows where I'm at. You know. Yeah. All you have to do is look at my Twitter followers, and you kind of. Unfortunately, nowadays it's hard to fake anything. How many do you have? Well, I have a an, uh, an upsetting 3,700. So, it if, if taught it when you uh, tweet this episode. I will tweet. I'll tweet it. Uh, se- I tweet several times, and then, 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 then hopefully that will help me get to at least to four thousand. Yeah. So I uh, have some self-respect. Get a few really cute. Do you have what, a backlog of tweets? Do you, uh, do you do you like it? I go back and forth. I, you know the times I'm really tweeting. I'm really excited about it. And Then at times like ah, eh, you know, I, I don't. I'm not. I I I I, I write a, what I consider to be a really great tweet, and then I'm not getting the love I feel I deserve. Yeah, you need like a
0: heavy hitter. Yeah, you
1: know, I think you need a heavy hitter to reach. You do like a, you need a rob. But you have to a retweet. nice, nice. Uh, you're in the six figures.
0: Yeah, I have. I have just under
1: 225,000 as of me talking. Now, you i have you I'm fi- sure when I stop this interview and check it out, it'll be over 220. What? Do you find that with 225 you can fill theaters? No. No. Cuz it's not I not- mean, yeah. <laughs> well, the thing is they all got to be they got to be in the same place. Well, also, I mean, it is a lot of followers, but you know, you got to figure like
0: 10,000 of them are like 13-year-old girls right. who, who followed me because I said something about Justin Bieber yeah, once okay. or something. So you eliminate them. Eliminate the people
1: who don't... You don't see every tweet from everyone. If mm-hmm. you're following 500 people, you're yeah. not going to see every tweet. Mm-hmm. But, of course, it does help to have more followers. It, it's, it's not just the number of followers, but the right. the, the, the fanatical right. nature of your followers. Like, Bob Delaney's followers, some of them would probably kill for him. Yeah. So, it, you know, it's yeah. not only does he have a, a seven, 600,000, 700,000 followers, but of those, 100,000 might be willing to, 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 to end a life for him. They might be willing to do it. So. I need that, man. I need someone to work as hitmen. You know. Um, also, if they're all in the same city, that's good. But if everybody is like, if you're, if you're 200,000 and everybody's in a different city, it's hard to get them all together for a show. Right.
0: It's not like, yeah. It's not if
1: like, if like they're in Australia. If you
0: have $200,000, like, it's not like 180,000 of them are going to pay to sue you. All right, yeah. You know what I mean? Right, but $90,000, well, so that's still no, that's still pretty good. So it's still a nice big football stadium. That's the Penn football <laughs> stadium. Uh, what do you think, Dan? I think so. Think we should wrap it up?
1: Well, uh, it's up to you. You're the boss. I mean, i Yeah, we've got a nice solid chunk of time do we have—I think an hour that, uh, is a good—well, how long have we got? at 40. We're at 42. We don't that think, sounds good. Yeah, that's good, right? It's a headliner Who's on the next uh, edition? Oh, I don't know. I'm honored that you called. Did you call me because I had just done Letterman? It just, well, I always need, I thought of you before
0: as a guest, and then when I saw that you just did Letterman, I go, oh, why don't I just ask him? Ride that wave. So this will be on soon, within a few weeks. All right, okay. Unless. unless, I'll know. Are you going to start a podcast?
1: No, I I know. I I, I used you know, I was one of the original pioneers of podcasting. I did a podcast well, I did a podcast so long ago in two thousand five that the word podcast didn't even exist. I called it Dan Naderman's Internet Radio Show. Really? Yeah. Because the word of podcasting had not been invented yet. Um so I was a pioneer in the art form. Holy shit. You know, but uh, it never caught fire. I, w- uh, I just did it at home, which is what you're doing. Yeah. Um, with bad quality equipment. Well, also what I'm doing. All right. One, two, and two. But, um, yeah, I don't know. But now I, I am on the Comedy seller podcast a lot. Uh, what do you guys, you just talk about, Well, even though I work at the Comedy we, Cellar, uh, i You asked know, people. no one likes to do political stuff. It uh, likes to be like a more of a tough crowd with political shit. Yeah. I prefer a showbiz angle. Um, so, but how so, long is like he talks like? It's a, well, like, it's usually an hour. Is it just an hour? Yeah, it's usually an hour. But we had Merman, as you know, we had we had uh, Whitney Cummings, we had uh, oh really? Paul from the Wonder Years, Josh Saviano. huh? Yeah. How did he get on there? Well, uh, this woman Meredith Trotter, who does PR. Oh, I know her. Yeah, she thought he'd be, a, he'd be a good guy and a good guest, so I thought, and I think he was a good guest. I think it's interesting, you know, somebody is a lot of people listen to that one. I'm not sure. I don't know the numbers. Yeah, it's hard to find out the
0: numbers. I, I think don't I don't know, know like 30 numbers. million people. Listen to my That's so nice. 30 million people. All right, Dan. Okay, well, thank you for Glad. having me. us right, let's do this, though. Do you have a website? DanNatterman.com.
1: DanNatterman.com. But you know what? Forget my website. It's, you go to just at DanNatterman, D-A-N-N-A-T-U-R-M-A-N, on the Twitter.com. Do it. And you can friend me on Facebook if you like, although I don't really see the point of it. <laughs>
0: well, on that note, thanks, Dan. Alright everyone, I hope you enjoyed my talk with Dan Natterman I'm sitting in a Vancouver hotel room Headed to Alaska later Where I'm going to do the last night of my crowd work tour If you happen to listen to this on Wednesday the 25th of September And you happen to be in Anchorage, Alaska I know that's asking a lot of things to happen That probably won't happen Except there might be a few people come to my show there. I have upcoming tour dates. Where am I going? New Orleans, Mississippi, Pensacola, Chicago, Halifax, a whole bunch of places. Maybe that's most of the places, but ToddBerry.com, at ToddBerry, FeralAudio.com for all the other podcasts, including mine. That came out terribly, but I'm not going to change it. You know what I meant. Lots of good podcasts on Feral Audio. All right. Thanks a lot. See you next week.